everybody, it's Jeff Antoniak. Welcome to Digging Deeper Jazz. So today I wanna to talk about time and control. How do we develop our sense of time? How do we practice it? How do we use a metronome? What's the best way to do this stuff? It seems so like it should be an intuitive thing, but there's a lot of ways to sort of do it wrong or ineffectively. So I wanna talk about our time. I wanna talk about our control. And I wanna let you know, there are four or five Digging Deeper videos left to come and then that's that. We're calling it at 200. So uh, I really appreciate you being along for this trip. And I'm sure there's going to be another series coming up. But at this point, it's time for you to pull the trigger and come on in and do some real work with me at jazzwire.net. So I hope you sign up and uh, take a tour, see what it's all about. And coming soon, we'll be able to actually let you uh, do a free week trial. But I'll tell you more about that coming up. All right, so let's get talking about how to develop our sense of time. This is important stuff because it flows into our sense of groove. When we're playing jazz, Brazilian music, funk, whatever it is, we need to get that going. So, of course, playing in time is literally that. Can we play with a metronome? So item number one on the sheet, let's jump into it. What I'm going to do is set the metronome to 160, and I am going to play with excellent time. I'm going to play a C major scale up and down with the metronome at 160 and tell you why this is not the way to practice. Here we go. Right, so I played with pretty good time. I was concentrating and you know, there's nothing exactly inherently bad about that exercise, but there is so much more we can be doing. So one way I think about time and our control over our instrument is responsibility. Um, you have responsibility for the time. You're not just playing along with a drummer. You're not just playing over top of a backing track. You need to be creating that time. So essentially what I did there with all that ticking, I had no, frankly, almost no responsibility for what was going on. If I could just sort of keep up, if I could stay with it, I was good. I had no responsibility for, the, for creating the time on my own. Responsible. I want responsible use of your time, right? Just like I want my dentist to have like good control over the drill she's using on my tooth. Control. I want you to have that kind of control when you're playing for other people. Okay, so how do we develop this sense of responsibility and control, if not by playing along with the metronome? Well, we're gonna play with the metronome. Here's what I wanna do. I'm gonna slow down the metronome by half. I'm gonna slow it down to 80. And you can see item number two on the sheet. What's gonna happen now is I'm gonna play eighth notes at 80. What you are gonna hear is exactly the same tempo of Jeff playing the saxophone, but the metronome is gonna be clicking half as often. So in other words, half as much clicking, I have to be twice as responsible for the time. Right, so with this approach, you have to be good at multiplying or dividing by two. The bottom line is my fingers were moving the same amount. Somebody not listening to the click would have heard the same scale at the same tempo. What I was hearing was the click on every note before. Now I was hearing the click half as often, which means I had double the responsibility. Are you following me on this uh, heavy math here? Yeah, so uh, 
I would say never again do you play with the metronome clicking on every note. You don't need that. I don't care the most novice player here. I'm talking to the adult amateurs, but the most novice player does not need that. Do not practice that way. So now I want to give us more responsibility. So let's go on to item number three. And you see what I'm going to do is I'm going to cut my metronome down to 40. I'm going to cut it down to 40, which means it's only going to be clicking twice in a measure. So you can see it's going to click on beat one and beat three. And now I'm going to have four notes to play between clicks of the metronome. I'm getting much more responsibility for the time. The metronome isn't sweeping me along the whole time. I have to create the time between the clicks. I have to play four notes between the clicks. Let's see if I can do it. So that is starting to get challenging, a C major scale. But when I first started playing the first click, I was with the first click. But after I played my first four notes, I noticed I was fractionally ahead of the beat. I felt like I arrived at that note on beat three a little early. So I had to adjust. I had to adjust my flow a little bit. So that already was getting challenging for Jeff. Now, we're playing jazz. And so we don't want the click on one and three so much. Uh, we want the click on two and four. So that's a big shift for a lot of us. So now at this challenging slow tempo, I'm going to put the click on exactly where it was. But now I have to conceptualize the click as being on beat two and four. For some of this, this will be very, very hard. I've worked with tons of students to get them through this. And this is crucial for working on your feel. And by the way, speaking about feel, um, these Digging Deeper online jazz workshops that I've been doing. The one that I did uh, just this last week, uh, yesterday, sold out. It was really great uh, working with altered triad pairs. So the one coming up next week happens to be on time, rhythm, and groove. We have one spot left to attend uh, as one of the 15 people that attend live on Zoom. So if you want to try to grab that one, please do. Otherwise, you can get the recording for $20 and uh, watch it at your leisure. And there's two more great workshops coming up um, through the rest of March. So uh, there's a handful of spots left for a couple of those. So I hope you'll join me for those. Okay, so now let's try this two and four thing. So this will be another level of challenging. Metronome set on 40. I'm just playing eighth notes, but it's now clicking on two and four. So this is kind of the hard part now. I have to imagine those clicks are two and four, not one and three. So I may have to say two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. Right, that right there is challenging for any of us. Now, as we speed it up, um, our fingers have to go faster, of course, so some of us will be challenged by that. But actually, the conceptualizing the time gets easier. As the tempos get faster, the notes get closer together, it gets a little easier. To do it at this slow pace is tricky. So for many of us, this is going to be the spot where it's like, I, can, I can't do it or I can barely do it.
So this may be the sweet spot and you don't have to go on. For those of us that are sort of comfortable here, I don't think there's a single person watching this video that won't have to do that work right there. But shall we go on? Let's go, let's go another layer or two deeper. So now what I'm gonna do is slow down the metronome again to 20. A metronome setting of 20. Did you even know your metronome went that slow? And so you can see on the PDF at the setting of 20, the metronome is now clicking once per measure. Again, I'm, I'm playing the same tempo that I've played all day long here, but I'm gonna get one click and now I have to play eight notes and arrive at the ninth note at the next click. Uh, very, very challenging. And I may need to do this a couple times to adjust if my sense of time isn't quite right out of the gate. Let's see what happens. All right, so here's my slow click. And each of those is the downbeat of a measure. So I need to think one, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. Uh, yeah, this is incredibly hard. Here's the thing. Um, I think every pro out there that you hear has done this kind of work. Certainly the drummers have done this kind of work. And this should not just be for drummers. This should be for all of us. Again, that idea of control, we're talking about time, but we're talking about control of our time. This is forcing us to be in the driver's seat. There is no other way to do it, right? Um, and responsibility, our responsibility for the time. I can't overstate it. So let's try one last tricky thing. And what we're gonna do is keep the metronome set on 20, exactly what I did, but instead of the click being on one, how about if we put the click in a crazy place like the end of two? So that's what you see on the uh, PDF here, item number six. So we're gonna hear that click once a measure, but now instead of lining up on beat one, which would be comfortable and sane, we're gonna be slightly not sane and put it on the and of two. So the biggest issue will be hearing it on the and of two to begin with. So I may have to listen to the click for Lord knows how long until I can actually hear that as the and of two. Frankly, you don't really need your instrument to do this exercise. It's incredible stuff. Let's give it a try. Okay, I think I have it. One and two and three and four and one and two and three and four and one and two and three and four. One, two. Right, you guys need to congratulate yourself. You just spent 10 minutes listening to a guy play the C major scale about six times at the same tempo. <laughs> That's exactly what we did. But you notice that I had the metronome clicking on every single note, every single note, then every other note, then every four notes. 
then clicking in a different place every four notes, then every eight notes. So this whole time I'm building my strength, I'm building my control, I'm building my ability to manage time, right? So this is huge. Jazz is about groove, right? Any, any sort of the music we're talking about, Brazilian stuff, Afro-Cuban stuff, funk, it's about time and rhythm and groove and connecting. This is how you get there. There's no better way. And most of us are used to playing with a track. The track drags us along. We have no responsibility for the time and we just do some stuff over top. Okay, fine, but that ain't it. And so inside Jazzwire, this is the kind of stuff we work on, right? So this is a good way for you to get going and uh, to make a C major scale impossibly hard to play. Congratulations, I've done it for you. All right, well, hey, thank you for paying attention. I appreciate you uh, checking out all the Digging Deeper videos. I hope maybe we'll have you for, um, for the workshop coming up next week. And uh, yeah, ticking down to the last of the Digging Deeper workshop. So stick along with us. We've got some cool stuff coming up. Have a great week with us.